Well, g'day everyone and welcome to The Journey this week and happy Christmas. We have been over a number of weeks now leading through the Advent season, been looking forward to, longing for this day which celebrates the, the Incarnation, God becoming one of us and coming to us in the, in the form of a little baby born at Bethlehem, born of a virgin, destined to be the salvation of the whole world. And so today we celebrate this wonderful event, the, the event which changes everything. And we've got some great inputs for you to help you celebrate Christmas Day. We hope that you're uh, really blessed by what you hear today, that it really makes you able to enjoy and, and joyfully embrace this day. And you'll be hearing from the likes of the Bush Deacon Josh Clayton, thanks to, to Deacon Josh, who's, who's got some Christmas greetings for us. Got a few thoughts on, on what it's like to, to, uh, to celebrate an Aussie, Aussie Christmas. You're going to be hearing from my good mate, Ken Bryant. He's an absolute champion. His reflection as we continue now through Christmas in this Christmas season to, to work through the, the daily reflections in this time of year from the incarnate small booklet it is, but really jam-packed full of wonderful reflections each day. And Ken is going to talk to us about observing the law of the Lord and how Mary and Joseph certainly did that too after the birth of Jesus. We're going to hear from Father Sean Cullen who wants to speak about God being among us, which is exactly what today's about. Mother Hilda Scott, a bit of a reflection on Joseph, the great listener, fervently listening to God. So we're going to hear Mother Hilda's reflection on St. Joseph. And to kick us off, we're going to be hearing from the wonderful Father Rob Galea, great muso, great preacher, wonderful priest, great ministry for young people in particular. And he wants us to break open in our hearts the understanding that God has done this so that we can have a relationship with the God who came into the world. Max Northern's going to proclaim the gospel for us now, John 1, 1 to 18. The Word was made flesh and lived among us. And then you're going to hear the gospel reflection from Father Rob Galea. Plenty of great music, as you would expect. Lots to joyfully celebrate on Christmas Day. We're hearing from Paul Belosh, Angels from the Realm of Glory. Lots of other great music right throughout the show. Lots to get through. Wherever you are, whether you're listening in through one of the Many, many Christian radio stations who take this show, perhaps you're listening in via podcast, might be on Christmas Day, might be leading into or just after, we don't mind. Thank you for listening in. We hope this this show, we hope that today's inputs really add great joy and meaning and significance to this Christmas season for you. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. It's Christmas Day and thanks for joining us on the journey. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things came to be. Not one thing had its being but through Him. All that came to be had life in Him, and that life was the light of men, a light that shines in the dark, a light that darkness could not overpower. The Word was the true light that enlightens all men, and He was coming into the world. He was in the world that had its being through Him, and the world did not know Him. He came to His own domain, and His own people did not accept Him. But to all who did accept Him, He gave power to become children of God. To all who believe in the name of Him, who was born not out of human stock or the urge of flesh, or the will of man, but of God himself. The Word was made flesh. He lived among us, and we saw his glory. The glory that is his as the only Son of the Father, 
full of grace and truth. The Gospel of the Lord. And now the Gospel Reflection with Father Rob Galea. Jesus became one of us. Don't you ever wonder sometimes where God is? I question, God, where are you? You know, times when I want my prayers to be answered and God seems a million miles away. Well, this isn't only you, it's me, it's all of us, all of humanity. Even before Jesus was born, people asked this question, God, where are you? God, who are you? And people tried to discover who God was, so they started to build temples and they started to worship the moon and the sun and the stars. They started to try and figure out who God was, but eventually God started to reveal himself through people called prophets. And the people started to make sense of God. They said, ah, this makes sense. This is God. This is God. And so they started to build temples and places of worship for God. And they started to get to know God. But it was still very confusing. They started killing people and thinking that God was the one who commanded all of this. And it was confusing because they wanted to serve God. They knew a little bit about God, but they actually didn't know who God was. It was like a revelation of God. Like God showed who he was, but it was still very, very blurry. And so eventually, after all of this confusion, God says, okay, that's it, that's it. I'm going to actually show them who I am. So he decides to come into this world and he says, look at me, <laughs> look at me, here I am, I am God. And all of a sudden the curtain is torn away and people can see who God is. Now think of it like this, I'm going to use an analogy and analogies are imperfect, but just imagine, there was this little boy, maybe three years old. And he's out playing in the garden and he sees these ants. And these ants are looking for food. They're looking for purpose. They're looking for the way home. They're looking to survive. And as they're looking to survive, they take this path and they follow each other. And they're following each other. And he follows the path and he notices that they are falling off a cliff. And they were all, one after the other, falling off this cliff. And he's confused. This little boy is confused. Why are they dying? Why are they jumping off the cliff? But the thing is, they don't know what's happening. They're just following each other. So what he does is he starts to call out, hey, ants. But they don't hear him because he doesn't speak ant and ants don't speak human. So what does he do? He has a magical power. He flicks his finger and all of a sudden he becomes an ant. And some people, as he starts to shout out, listen to him and they start to turn away. And they start to move away from the cliff, but many others don't. And they think it's crazy, you're in our way. And so they push him off and eventually they kill him. This is the story of Jesus, but this is also the story of the incarnation, that Jesus became one of us. He speaks our language. He knows who we are. If you don't know where God is, look at Jesus. Get to know Jesus. Spend time at the crib today. Go, find your crib, find a crib, find a baby Jesus and sit down, contemplate and tell him this, Jesus, I want to know you. I want to know the purpose of my life. I want to know what it means to have a relationship with a God who came into this world just for me so that I may live this life to the full. You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full.
God is with us, even now His love is here. Come and worship, worship Christ, the newborn King. God is with us, even now His love is here. His love is Listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. Now, Wisdom from the Abbey with Mother Hilda. Sobbing and loud lamentation are not new to any of us, either in our own lives, the world itself, or in those around us. Life can be so unfair, and we have no words to offer comfort. People lose their children. Cruel things happen. Floods sweep away a lifetime. Savings are wiped out. Little children are left in appalling circumstances. And it all seems just too much. Our hearts can't take it. So we switch off the television, refuse to read the newspapers. We think if we ignore it, then the anguish will all go away. There doesn't seem any other answer. Yet an answer there must be, and Joseph provides it. He was in the habit of listening to God, and God gave him a dream. If we want a way through life's pain, then it is time to listen to the God who is listening to you. I knew a woman many years ago, a truly kind and unselfish person, Her alcoholic husband wound up in prison after years of causing abuse. She raised her children on next to nothing, witnessed the early death of her eldest, and still she had time for the sorrow of the people around her. A meal would turn up at their door, a bunch of flowers, a kind word sent, and I marvelled. What was her secret? She too listened to God, spoke to him on a daily basis, and together they found a way along the path of pain. And that can be so for you too. In fact, you must already be listening, or you wouldn't be listening to this reflection. Here's a little prayer to say often. Open my heart, O Lord, and turn it in the direction of you. Amen. Thanks so much to Mother Hilda Scott there. Great input there on St Joseph. 
and some real insights into how to deal with life's challenges, life's pains, and in particular to have that listening ear and listening heart that St. Joseph clearly had. Coming up after the break, there'll be some more music. We've got Audrey Assad, and we'll also be hearing from Father Sean Cullen, who wants to talk about God being among us. Faith, hope, love, and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. Thanks for joining us on the journey.
together on the journey. Faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. And now, here's Father Sean Cullen with his short reflection for Christmas Day from our Advent and Christmas Incarnate series. At the heart of the Christian message is that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. To make that message real, 
we must affirm that the Word still becomes flesh, that Christ continues to come to us in real, concrete, actual ways. What the world needs on Christmas Day is not impersonal, sentimental statements sponsored by Christian institutions. The person who is grieving, or guilt-ridden, or despairing, needs the gift of a personal presence. Our world doesn't just need the Word, it needs the Word to become flesh. As people of Christ, we need to be there in all of the ways we can be there. For what God did once in the life of Jesus, God continues to do through the Church. So, how does the Word become flesh in us? By being present. We have all heard someone say, I'm sorry I can't be there, but I'll be there in spirit. But how will I know? God didn't say, I'll be with you in spirit. The Word has become flesh and blood. The altar is a constant reminder of this. The eternal Word continues to become flesh and blood in the lives of His followers. We come to the altar to receive, and we return to the world carrying the living Word for the sake of all our brothers and sisters for whom Jesus died. In our gratitude for the Word becoming flesh, let us not forget those who sit in darkness and in need. Let us pray. Lord, help us to make your flesh become real in a lonely, despairing world. Amen. Well, that was awesome. Thank you so much to Father Sean Cullen. He's the parish priest down in, in Barrel and Mittagong. Does great work amongst the faithful down there in the, uh, in the Southern Highlands. Beautiful time of the year down there. It's always beautiful down there. Every season. And drawing a, a clear line between not only God coming among us, being amongst us through the birth of Jesus, but us being called to be, to be present too, to be among others, to be that presence of Jesus amongst other people too in the way that we live our lives and the way that we interact and form relationships with people. After the break, we're going to be hearing from Ken Bryant. He's an absolute champion. I've known Ken for many, many years. Man of deep faith. Used to look after religious education in all of the schools in our diocese. He was uh, in that role for a long, long time, been a principal in primary schools, done great work for us this year around the Synod and, and prior to that with Plenary 2020. He's going to be talking to us about observing the law of the Lord. A lot of the readings will focus that in this season after after today, what is the Christmas season, after Christmas Day. A lot of the readings focus on that observance of the law. That's after the break. First up, though, his third day in the song, Our Holy Night. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy, and thanks for joining us on the journey. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Saviour's birth. And long live the world in sin and their soul felt its worth The thrill of hope The weary world rejoices For yonder breaks A new and glorious morn Fall on your knees Oh, hear the 
Faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. Now, Ken Bryant from our Advent and Christmas Incarnate series with his reflection for the 29th of December from Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, verses 22 to 35. A reflection that Ken called Observing What Stands Written in the Law of the Lord. Nestled among the church's liturgical readings for this octave of Christmas is the event of the presentation of the child Jesus in the temple by his parents. Their commitment to this dedication ritual was expected under Jewish law and tradition and fulfilled their purification obligations. The ritual itself is a portent of the life of Jesus yet to unfold, a life of prayer, of service to others and ultimately of the sacrifice of his very life on the cross. The festivities of Christmas Day are still so fresh in our consciousness. Whilst celebrating this Christmas season is a most appropriate response to the wondrous birth of Jesus, we are being asked to remember 
that it is not an event in isolation. Rather, it is the commencement of the mystery of a life that is the embodiment of God incarnate in our world. Throughout his years on earth, Jesus was true to the customs and dictates of his life as a Jewish man. Indeed, he proclaims, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Nonetheless, Jesus, through his very life and his teaching, offers a reinterpretation of the law, one that he summarises in his great commandments. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And you shall love your neighbour as yourself. So succinctly and with such clarity, Jesus summarises his mission on earth and equally asks us to once again prioritise, strengthen and nourish our relationship with our God and our neighbours. May the celebrations of the birth of our Saviour bring forth an outpouring of love in our world and may our lives embody this love. Amen. Thanks to Ken Bryant there. That was a great insight from Ken into the readings that are about to follow for us in these uh, days beyond Christmas. So much of the focus will be on the observance of the law that Mary and Joseph followed with their newborn baby, Jesus. It's from the Incarnate series of reflections that have been prepared for the Advent season and now the Christmas season. And they go right through until the 9th of January. And uh, and big thank you to Dan Hopper and Jeremy Ewan and all the contributors to uh, to that book. And Dan and Jazz put that together. They're madly getting the one ready for Lent. They've got to be months ahead of themselves. And we know that people right around the country, across the denominations, I've run into people across the denomination to use this, this little Advent and uh, Lenten series as a way to prepare themselves for both Christmas and then what will be a fairly early Easter next year. Congrats to them on that publication, and thanks to Ken for sharing with us his insights into the scriptures that are coming over the next few weeks. A bit more music now. Here's Sidewalk Prophets, and Hope was born this night after the break. Running out the show for us this wonderful Christmas day is the Bush Deacon, Josh Clayton. He's from down in Bathurst. He's going to give us some Christmas greetings and a bit of a reflection on the year and, and Christmas in Australia. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy, and thanks for joining us this week on The Journey. It's the same that appeared and the wise men revered When hope was born this night Out upon the snowy fields There's a silent peace that heals And it echoes the grace of our Savior's embrace Because hope was born this night Can 
can hear the Christmas bells ring As softly church choirs sing It's the song used to praise the ancient days When hope was born this night There are angels in this place And my heart resounds with the praise And like a shepherd so scared I'll rejoice and declare That hope was born this night Glory to God in the highest Peace on earth, goodwill toward men Let all of the world sing the chorus of joy Because hope was born this night Gloria I'm Michael from Cornubia, Queensland, and you're listening to The Journey. dark winter's night 
all shining with light And suddenly the shepherds and sheep down below Were surrounded by songs from that heavenly on the journey faith hope and love for life in all its fullness and now here's the bush deacon josh clayton merry christmas everyone no matter what you're doing at this time whether you've just put on this podcast to relax after a busy christmas lunch or dinner or whether you're just sitting and listening to this time this show on normal radio on one of those great Christian radio stations that distribute this radio program, this podcast, to so many places. Sometimes, though, it's important for us to remember that there's different circumstances all of us are living in. All of us may be challenged in different ways. Maybe this year it's been really tough. Maybe it's been a wonderful year after the challenges of the last two years of COVID. Or maybe you're recovering from flood or those other challenges that we seem to have so often in Australia. I think it's nice to think about the juxtaposition that exists for Christmas for us. If we think about the moment when God became man, Emmanuel came into the world in the Northern Hemisphere, it's cold, it's dark, it's not like what we're used to. When we're here in Australia, we experience summer with heat, with all of the challenges that come with that, bushfires of course, but it's also an opportunity for us to take the time to do other things as well. If you think about it, in the Northern Hemisphere, 
The sun sets earlier in the day and there's more chances for us to have moments where we're looking at the lights from Christmas trees, from candles, all sorts of different things. Even something as simple as an advent wreath takes on a different context, a different understanding in Australia. It's hard to see the light that comes off that that candle, off that advent wreath. But when you're in the Northern Hemisphere where it's dark, those candles, those lights mean something more. As we celebrate Christmas, we're reminded that the light of the world, Jesus Christ, came to save us and to bring us always into God's love. Our challenge, though, is to remember that there's people, individuals, and maybe you're one of them, that are having times where life isn't as good as what it should be. For us, as we celebrate the light of Christ coming into our light-filled country, where sometimes we may not be able to see the candles burning bright. It's time for us to remember that those that don't have as much, those that are lonely, those that have lost, need to experience God's love as well. As you're sitting recovering, or as you're sitting thinking about how you can be with others, don't forget that God's love surrounds you. And this is a time where you can experience that. So as Christians, We're called to bring the light to others. Who are you going to bring the light to today?
Well, that's a great way, way to round out this week's show as I stumble over my, my words on this Christmas day. I hope you're having a, a wonderful celebration. You've had time already to be joyful and prayerful in the midst of all that's uh, part of today. Thanks to all of our contributors, to Ken Bryant, to Father Sean Cullen, Mother Hilda Scott, who we have each and every week, Father Rob Galea right at the top of the show. What a lineup for you on, on Christmas Day. Hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are, celebrating with family and friends, taking some time for prayer too, to just uh, embrace in the spirit the joy and the wonder of this day. A nice song to finish off today too, Phil Wickham, Silent Night. I love that song. We will be doing it all again next week. We will not be missing a week. We're going right through this holiday season and and hopefully you can join us on the journey as we uh, dive into what is for many of us a bit of a holiday season. I hope you're, as I was saying, able to have a really wonderful Christmas, Christmas break, particularly if you've got this time off over with a lot of public holidays ensuing. Okay, faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. You've been on the journey and I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. The Journey is presented by Jude Hennessy and produced by Max Norton from the Office of the Bishop in the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong.